a production of WordSouth, a content marketing company. Story Connect, the podcast, helping communicators discover ideas to shape their stories and connect with their customers. What should you be thinking about with a rebrand, and how do you communicate to your customers and employees about it? That's what we'll be talking about on this episode of Story Connect Podcast. I'm your host Andy Johns with Word South, and my guest today is another Andy. So we'll keep it uh, keep the club together. Andy Isaacson, uh, who is marketing and customer service manager with CTC up in Minnesota. So thanks, Andy, for joining me. Yeah, you bet. Thank you. Andy is a, a two-time guest on the podcast, so at some point you get to be called a friend of the podcast, not just a, a guest. So thanks for okay. being on again. Yeah, no problem. So what we're going to talk, be talking about here, and uh, I'll include a, a link in the show notes to your site and to so people can kind of see uh, the branding that you guys have done. But um, I was struck when I was up there um, in, uh, in Minnesota back in February. I had seen some of the materials, and it, it had a great look to it, new look, something different. Uh, and I just wanted to talk about the rebrand. So let's talk about um, kind of, let's talk me through the timeline and how long does it go from when um, somebody starts talking about a rebrand to when people actually see changes? Sure. Yeah, the, there were a few indicators we were kind of starting to look at the, the marketing team uh, that w- we felt a little disconnected a little bit with the brand as we're gr- a growing company sure. with a lot of different segments we were trying we were struggling with trying to figure out how it all fit underneath our current brand okay and then as we were looking a little further we kind of knew we had some outdated color schemes our branding was a little outdated and our font on our logo wasn't as bold as we liked it just didn't wasn't quite fitting so that's when we started um, the initial idea of it and before we really got started heavy into we are going to do it we kind of laid out a plan just to get an estimate of what are we going to be looking at from a cost perspective? Because sure. it's, it's a very expensive undertaking, not only from a, a, a resource, personal resource time for the marketing team, but also just from a cost of updating everything. Because it's not something you want two brands floating around for a long time. You want everything to get done in short order when you start doing it so that everybody's seeing that new look consistently. And that's expensive. Um, so once we kind of figured out a budget perspective on it, um, we decided we were going to roll with it. And from, I would say it took probably a year and a half um, from the start of saying we're rolling with this to actually executing it. And part of that was because we did go down a path that we were just going to do kind of a logo refresh, Okay. which then in turn decided it just wasn't working out. Yeah, tough to kind of go halfway with something like it that. It is, yeah. And, and so it was a good practice to go through. And uh, we were kind of prepared that that may happen. We didn't want to... We didn't want to necessarily put ourselves into a time frame saying in six months this has to be done because right. we wanted it done correctly so as long as we communicated where we were at every it worked out pretty well so we ended up kind of halfway through adjusting our whole focus on it and um, going with a little a larger scale uh, new look and everything and that so it took time but by the time we actually started getting it out the door it was a, it was a good year and a half probably okay all right so about about 18 months or so yep. i should have said when we started uh, but just in case you were hearing um some different background noise than uh, you normally hear on the podcast we're recording this live at the uh, conference here the ntca pr and marketing conference in nashville so that background noise you hear is not background noise it's ambiance so that's right well uh, we're happy to be here it's been a great uh, great few days of conferences and uh, great to catch up with people like andy well, let's talk about what the what look you were after um, when you guys are going for it, because it's a pretty big departure. Like you said, it wasn't just changing the font or, or something like that. I mean, this is a major departure from what you guys looked like before to what you look like now. So what were you after 
even getting into, you know, you mentioned the font being more bold, but just in terms of the colors and the feel, what, what all were you trying to accomplish? Yeah, the, we knew we wanted something a little more bold, something a little, then we, we had our, our other logo was a real narrow, thin font, hard to see a lot of times, didn't fit real well with a lot of different uh, tactics and, and different marketing pieces that we're trying to utilize it on. But really what we did, the first thing we did is we, we partnered with Pivot um, Agency out in Portland and sure. they were a huge help with us just kind of starting saying the first step you have to do is we have to identify what our what's our vision for this, okay. what's our brand position, what's our brand values. And they did a great job of just kind of structuring for that. And then we were able to give insight through ourselves and we had a small committee of people within CTC and they had their group to kind of have an outside perspective as well. That's smart. Yeah, so we weren't just getting ourselves locked into what we wanted, right. but it needed to be what it was necessary for our company. I like it. So we, we started there, and, and that took a while just to make sure we were able to get that brand position established. So anytime we were going down the path, we could go back to those values in that position to make sure we were still staying with it. And that really kind of helped build the look because that, that answered a lot of questions that we had in terms of what kind of company did we want to be. Um, do we want to be clever, fun, or do we want to be uh, very professional, or how do we want to kind of fit all that in? And right. that kind of helps build that look overall. Okay, I like it. Now, one of the things that I particularly want to talk to you about um, on the podcast was, uh, you know, I've seen companies rebrand before, and uh, but the big thing that you guys seem to do different this time was the way you guys communicated about the the change, because you guys uh, you guys talked to um, the the membership about that, and especially employees, you guys communicated with. Yeah, very much so with employees, our board. Um, even before when we we I remember talking with employees and the board just saying, we're thinking about doing this. And I have nothing else to tell you at this point, but I remember <laughs> just going through other companies that have done it and how they were successful at it. And I think that's the first thing I wanted to do is show success stories of even, um, you know, Verizon's subtle change they made to their logo, sure. you know, and, and stuff like that. And they were like, oh, that's true. I, we have seen a lot of that and it does spark a lot of enthusiasm and new look. And, sure. and so I kind of wanted to get that excitement going and that was really good just educating them on why companies do this and then from there um it was a lot of updates just kind of keeping them informed we um got we got feedback from employees in terms of what would you look for what how do you see the company how do you um how would you best represent words so they kind of had some buy-in and it wasn't us just going saying how do you want it to look because then you're opening kind of a can of worms you can't really go back on so right it was more like what, how, what do you envision that comp, our company and, and what, what kind of looks do you like? So then when we kind of established the look we like, we had that in the background. So when we rolled it out to them, we were able to reiterate some of those things that they brought up to us and how it was important to us while we did it. And they felt like they, they certainly had buy-in in it, which they did. So, but, but I think that's important what you said there because you, you want them to have input. You don't necessarily want to ask everybody what, you know, just blank slate, what do you want it to look like? Because yeah. then, then, I mean, who knows? Like You're you going to get pretty creative ideas. And then, and then everybody Creative is an too. interesting way to put that, <laughs> yeah. yes. And so, but it, it is important to have their idea of like key phrases uh, sure. and so forth that they, they like and the direction we're heading. Um, and, and then when we did actually execute, it was the biggest one. We actually threw a party in the morning and I don't think anybody expected it. Uh, huh. right in our garage almost and we didn't want a traditional meeting where there was chairs out and marketing was standing in front of everybody singing in a chair and we talked to them about why we did this okay there was balloons we had a whole bunch of branded material for them that was exciting we created the first pieces we created were books the employees could have that talk them through it 
So wow. if a customer called them and said, why did you guys rebrand? We had all those answers out in, in nice. a branded piece they could keep in their truck or in their, their vehicle. And we rolled it out to them about three, four days prior to rolling it out um, to the actual market just so they could have time to ask questions, read through the material and just kind of digest it all. So that, that worked out really well. We had a brand, we gave them the branding guide so they could see all the work that went into it in terms of why these colors were picked, what they represent, um, how clothing is going to look going forward. Cause cl believe it or not, clothing is probably the biggest employee, um, issue we ran into. No, it I, I believe that hundred yeah, percent. Yeah. It wasn't really an issue, but it was more of a concern. They're like, what am I going to do with my own clothing? And, right. and so, you know, we were looking to donate it overseas. There's lots of programs there. And, and, uh, Cause you wouldn't even want to donate it locally. No, you, you want it out of the market. You want it out of the market completely. So, but you don't want to be wasteful. So if there's anything you can do to try to help, help others with that, we, we looked into doing a, uh, sending overseas and so forth and, uh, to other countries that maybe are really in need of, of, of good quality clothing. So, we, we did that and we had it established. We started a new store for them. We gave them some credits towards purchasing their new, new clothing. So, okay. you know, they, it, it created just a lot of excitement. So a lot of those things we had heard buzz about that they were worried about, we made sure we answered them and, sure. and really helped them out along the way with those. Sure. And, and I love the way I'd never heard of anybody um, going to that length to educate employees uh, to be prepared when customers ask. Um, but tell me a little bit about the reaction so far. So did you have I mean, one of the things about a community based um, telecom uh, operation like that, like you guys, is you're going to get asked the questions at church, at, at scouts, at, you know, at the ball field or the grocery store, wherever. So what what kind of questions did they hear? What did it cause? Um, you know, were there? Um, a lot of questions asked, or did it go kind of quietly? It really it went fairly quietly. Um, okay. From and I think people just kind of recognized it more as, "Hey, you guys updated your logo. I like it." You know, it was that subtle. Um, that's exactly what you want. Yeah, and that's just what we wanted. We didn't. And one of my concerns was in our industry where there's a lot of acquisitions that happen, and I thought, well, are people going to think we were acquired? Even though we had the same name, you never know. You never know what their what their thought process is. So we tried to answer that question a lot, and. Uh, just that it was a rebrand, new look. Uh, so we we launched a campaign shortly after updating all our advertising uh, tactics and mediums out there just to kind of help explain, hey, same great company, just a new look. And then we also had our website was updated the day we went live, and we had the whole front page was just explaining the process. So right when they got to our website to check it out, okay. it, any hopefully it answered any question they might have had. Excellent. Now, the, the last thing that I had for you, well, two more questions, really. But one, um, you know, have there been things where as you're going through, because it's a pretty exhaustive list, I would imagine. So yeah. you mentioned uniforms, you got vehicles, you got all your, your signage at the, at, the, uh, at the shop, you've got all of your, your print pieces. Have there been some things, you know, have you gone to a, a Little League field or something and like, oh, there's the old logo? Are there some things that, that you guys have kind of overlooked or, or what have been some of the most challenging things to replace the old with the new? Yeah, the the vehicle coordination is always difficult with the technicians because yeah. they do need their vehicles. Luckily, we had one, a spare. So even though it was some work, we kind of got that one set up with inventory and everything. So when we took their truck away, they could jump in the other one and hopefully not be too disruptive okay. with their work. That Coordinating that is, is a big one, and it took longer than expected. We thought maybe they could turn it around in a couple of days, but the company got a little busy and it ended up stretching out into a few more days. So okay. we had to kind of think on our feet there. Yeah, I bet. And, uh, and we do have ran in is it, we collected a list. And I'd say the best thing we started to do is we collected the list starting right away when we thought we were going to do this. We, we used a program called Smartsheet 
it's almost like and we shared a sheet as a team it's almost like a base camp or a, a project tracking system okay but then it updates live so anybody on marketing or in the company that we allowed access to it could just jot in hey i saw this I, we got to remember this okay and then we kind of segmented that and put time frames with it with reminders and so we were able to go back and really account for everything and get it scheduled and that gets back to the buy-in too. When you've got everybody in the company as eyes and ears out there looking for the old logo, that's cool. Yeah, it does. And and it, that was one thing. Uh, it's amazing the buy-in we got just from our customer service. We were like, "Hey, did you account for this? Did you account for that? Did you count?" So we got inundated with just employees coming to us saying, "You know, you got to update this, right?" That's like, cool. Though. Yeah, that's what you want. It was. Yeah. So it, we we were able to just say, "Yep, we got it all tracked," and I could just check my phone and say, "Yep, it's on there. We're good to go." So that was big, but we do. I was just at our co- the local community college for a meeting the other the other day, and um, I forgot that we had donated TVs and TV service for the TV lounge there, and our old logo sitting there. I'm like, yeah. So those do <laughs> crop up, and then right. you just make a mental note to get them updated as soon as possible. Uh, last quick uh, couple of things here. So what's the time frame? It took about a year and a half to get it going. So when when you guys made the switch, um, how long ago was that from now? It was the end of January. Okay. Yeah, February 1st, we went to market with it. Okay, and we're recording this at the end of April. So there's, there sounds like there's still a few things yeah. to be changed out yep. there. Yeah, yeah. Last thing, uh, and the thing about rebrands is hopefully you're not doing them that often. Right. Uh, but are there some things that you learned uh, through this process if somebody else is either on the fence about should we do a rebrand or not, or if somebody's you know headed down that road, are there any things that you learned that you would do differently, or any things that, that really stood out to you? Um, advice you'd give to other folks in the same shoes you were in um, a year ago or so? Yeah, I it, uh, research, and when you start getting to the point where if you're updating your logo, really research other industries or co- competition. The first time we were doing a logo refresh, we were heading down that path. We were pretty excited about a logo. And then somebody brought it to my attention that it was a competitor's logo that should have realized, but it was very similar, oh, like dear. almost too similar. And yeah. I was like, man, talk about that would missing have been a that one. <laughs> so then we kind of went back to the, and then I was like, okay, let's really do our due diligence here. And it's, it's hard to have something completely 100% unique these days, but um, you definitely want to make sure there's some separation there. And so do, do a lot of due diligence on the overall look and make sure that there's nothing that other companies are using that are too close. Um, and then I, I would just say, take your time with it, it and budget the budget first and foremost, cause that's what could really make it a bad experience. If, um, you're not communicating what the spending is going to be like, we made sure we paid out some of our vendors in last year, half almost like a deposit down. And then I was able to have the other half hit my budget this year. Okay. So I was able to kind of account for it over two years rather than just one huge budget hit and that um accounting like that idea and it helped my marketing budget a lot too so we kind of it was kind of a a nice accident that we were that close to the beginning of the year where i could call up the vendors and say hey i just want to give you a big down deposit right now and they were absolutely took it because i'm sure (laughs) and then and then i then when the work was finalized we paid them the rest of it and that was in the next fiscal year for us and uh that that worked out really well Excellent. Well, we don't normally get into uh, accounting, things like that on the podcast, but that's an excellent tip for folks yeah. who are, are thinking about doing that. Well, Andy, I appreciate it. I enjoy it, uh, as always, finding out what you guys have going on up there and uh, appreciate you joining me. And uh, it's getting into the evening here, so I don't want to keep you from the honky tonks or whatever it is <laughs> that uh, goes on here in Nashville. But um, I did want to thank you again uh, for joining me on the show. Well, thanks for having me. Appreciate it.
He is Andy Isaacson. He is a marketing and customer service manager uh, with CTC in Minnesota. I'm Andy Johns, once again, your host. And until we talk again, keep telling your story. You've been listening to Story Connect, the podcast, a production of Word South, a content marketing company.